Hello, dear friends. We are sincerely glad to greet you again. And today we will talk to the esteemed Igor Mikhailovich Danilov. Greetings. Igor Mikhailovich, in our videos you said that as long as a person is alive here, as long as he has the right to distribute the power of attention, he can gain life. He can gain real freedom, and absolutely nothing can prevent him from doing that, because the mirror which reflects the light that goes from the soul to personality is, figuratively speaking, in the hands of each of us. And each of us, with one's choice, directs the light either to the theatrical performances in our heads or directs the light back to the soul, and step by step one becomes closer to the spiritual world, and the silver thread expands, eventually, the most important change in the the most important transformation in a person's life happens, he becomes free, he becomes an angel. So, for people who take the first steps on the spiritual path, the issue of distributing attention is very important because it is very difficult for them to find this balance between the material and the spiritual. In particular, as soon as a person gets bogged down in some material matters, he immediately loses contact with the spiritual world, he loses deep inner feelings, and vice versa. As soon as he decides to devote all his time to spirituality, so to say, the material spheres of life connected with providing for that very body suffer. And a very, very pressing issue is that people still confuse the concepts of time and attention. We said that in order to earn the state of peace, a person should perform spiritual practices for half an hour at least five times a day. While in order to gain life, a person should devote 90% of his attention to the spiritual world. And so we receive the following kinds of questions. Does this mean that a person should invest his attention as a single flow in spirituality for 21.6 hours? Or is it possible to somehow channel one's attention in multiple directions, both to spiritual development and to solving material tasks? Is it necessary to direct 21.6 hours in a single flow towards the spiritual world in order to gain life? Can a person channel this attention in a single direction? You know, Tatiana, frankly speaking, I would like to see such a person person who could hold his attention on one point for 21.6 hours. My friends, I understand your questions, I understand everything, but tell me, don't you yourselves find it ridiculous? Well, try… never mind, draw some bunny on a piece of paper, hang it on the wall, and try for at least one minute, try for 20 seconds to hold your attention on this bunny. And think only about the bunny, the one you are holding your attention on, and about nothing else. You know, I'll explain, just to make it clear. We can invest 100% of our attention just for an instant. For example, you're driving a car, and some bimbo is running across the road in front of you. In this case, all your attention will flow towards her for one second, you see? A single vector. Yes, literally, for one instant. Afterwards, you will already start philosophizing about who she is and why this bimbo is running in front of your car. Or a whole life passes before your eyes. Immediately, that's already at the third second. Then thoughts come like, what would have happened if I hadn't slowed down, or she had run faster, you see? Friends, I understand, due to a lack of knowledge, understanding and experience, when people just try to philosophize or take their first steps, there appear a lot of such questions. 
But when you already tried and hit the wall a few times, you already understand perfectly well that the dogs bark while the caravan keeps moving, and nobody hinders anyone. This very practice, when you perform it for half an hour, five times a day, it is considered as 10% of attention, that is, 10% of your life you give to the spiritual world. But here, just note, it's not for spiritual salvation, but so that you can earn peace. This is aimed at a person calms himself down. During the day he lives like everyone else, let's say, in the consumerist format, but in order to restrain negativity in himself, in order to stop it in time, a person should perform practice at least five times a day for half an hour. Again, why for half an hour? We've already discussed it, but I'll repeat. It will take half an hour for you to tune yourself up to quiet these barking dogs in your head and concentrate a little bit on practice. Establish a little contact with the spiritual world and at least feel love a little bit. But for this, half an hour, you stop, get away from the hustle, let's say. You abstract yourself from all sorts of thoughts and try to get rid of them. I'm saying it once again, you abstract yourself, but don't get rid of them. You see, they still remain on the periphery. But at the same time, you stop this madness that usually lasts in us, let's say, from the time we wake up until we fall asleep, as well as during sleep. That is, we are constantly under attack, we are constantly under aggression. So you stop this madness at least for half an hour. You do it five times a day, and during the day you try at least not to do anything bad, anything very bad, which your consciousness pushes you to do. And this already gives some hope that you will not become a subpersonality. Yes, it's not heaven, but it's not hell either. And this is worth it. It's just that we are now talking about those values, the importance of which people do not even understand, I'll put it this way. They do not think about these values. Why? Because we have too many distractions. And our consciousness says, there is no death, calm down, relax, or death is sleep. You fall asleep and you no longer care about anything. After all, you fall asleep every night and this is a micro-death. Look, it's the same with death, you fall asleep and that's it. All your problems are gone. You no longer care about anything, my friend. That's what consciousness will tell you. But the trouble is that subpersonality doesn't sleep. We sleep here. It is necessary as long as we are in the body, as long as we function in such conditions, while in order for us to gain sleep there, after death, if we fail to earn life during our lifetime, well, sleep is the greatest reward when there is something to compare it with, so to say. In this case, yes, you have to work hard. Two and a half hours seems to be so much time. One could watch a soap opera instead. In fact, it's not much. For peace, it is nothing. It's a minimal payment. As for gaining life, when people say it takes 21 hours, I wonder why 21.6 hours. That's 90%. 90% of 24 hours. Yet it seems to me that one should dedicate 24 hours, all of it fully and entirely, in order to Set gain the life. Task at a maximum. Of course. And one certainly needs to control oneself during sleep to be on God's side and not on the side of shaitan. That's when it will be right, and there won't be unnecessary questions. But can a person invest 100% of his attention? He won't succeed. Even when we talk about investing 
There is still 10% left for the dogs to bark. Well, you know, it seems like, what can we do with 10% of our attention? You see, people confuse time somehow. If it is 10%, it's only 6 minutes, while 54 minutes… To be in deep spiritual practice and not a single thought will come to you. Yes, it shouldn't come. Yes. But that's not true, my friend. When you really immerse deep into practice, into a true practice, then yes, when all thoughts remain up there while you dive into the ocean, but excuse me, those people do not ask such questions. Those who succeed in such practices or who already live by this, they already know. But when people take their first little steps, I understand, it's an initial experience, while they want, you know, like… Perfectionism. 100%. They want to do everything perfectly and flawlessly at once. Right. A person sits down to do a spiritual practice right away, and there is not a single thought. 100%. All thoughts are on the periphery, and there is a glassy lake in front of them. A glassy lake is already a thought, you see. That doesn't work. He sees this lake. He sees this lake. He sees the surface. He realizes that it is right. smooth, that there are no ripples on it. That's no longer 100%, right? Right. Yes, but he wants to, I agree. He surely wants to. He decided to embark on the spiritual path, and that's it. A place in heaven is already reserved, right? But what about shaitan, friends? Will he really give up so easily? You are actually a tidbit for him. It's like your favorite dumplings. Who would give you up, for God's sake? Isn't this true? So, friends, you have to pay for everything, so to say. You have to pay something. So it is better to pay what you have in excess, right? What you don't need. That which Shaitan takes from you anyway. And what does he take away? Free time and attention. So we have again come back to the fact that 10% of attention is actually a whole lot. There will be enough time for dogs to bark, for you to do all your work, and you will even have time left for a TV series. But 90% should be allocated to connection with the spiritual world, accumulation of love and intensification of its flow. That's the only goal which should be set. When we break through to heaven, we will break through there. Whereas if we sit and wait for it to come to us, it won't. We should be in action, we should be in motion, we should be in aspiration, then it will open up. They say, knock, and the door will be opened to you, but you should come and knock. Not sit and wait for the door to come to you so that you will deign to knock on it, right? Therefore, everything is really easy, isn't it? I would say even more. Sometimes we try to break through that door by busting it with our foreheads, but we don't always see that the key to that door is hanging around our neck. You know how simple everything is? Therefore, you shouldn't be discouraged. If something doesn't work out right away, if everything was so easy and simple, believe me, this world would not exist. Or at least it would not be the way it is. Rigid, cruel and consumeristic. That's the point. I'll tell you, a real sword is hardened in fire. That's the point. A human has to be hardened exactly in hell in order to become an angel. Here's your answer. And where is that hell? It is here, friends. And our bodies are its bearers. Because in many of us, those who lived before us are being tormented. Our bodies consist not only of former living beings, but also of many dead stars. 
So, as you see, the cycle of nature exists as long as we exist in this nature. And our task is precisely to gain through love, through love for the spiritual world, love for God, to gain that which has nothing to do with the artificially made nature that God created with His own hands. But since He created it, He created it with love, because God is love. And through that love we can go to Him. Everything is simple. As for what is happening here, it is demons who are doing that. And if we listen to them, we will stay with them. But what for? They are a merry and noisy company, of course. But you know how it is. It's better to stay away from them. Right? It's better to be in good company. For sure. You know, I recall a hadith, Igor Mihailovich, when the Prophet told his companions about the five necessary namases. He said, Imagine there is a river flowing near you. So if you bathed five times a day in it, would there be any filth left on you? And the companions answered, No, there wouldn't be any. So he said, In just the same way, those five necessary namases cleanse a person, in fact. Now it becomes clear what you said about subpersonalities, which are like stains, like filth on the soul. You said that this purity is very important during the day, and it's important to somehow maintain this inner purity. And now I understand the words of the Prophet, what he said too, in a new way. And he's right. But it's better not to get out of this river at all, as he once said. And it is even better to stay in it. Yes. Then no field will stick to you for sure, you see. If we live like pigs, when we get out of the river, we may immediately fall into filth, and we will be pigs until the next namas, and until we enter this river. That's the point. You see, to learn not to fall, to remain a human being, not to be a pig. And 10% of attention is more than enough for everything in our daily lives. In fact, almost all of us, with rare exceptions, give that 90% to nothing. We give it to emotions, to stupid emotions, you know, again, emotions. We often say emotions, and some people pick up on it and say, there shouldn't be emotions. My friends, there shouldn't be emotions which shaitan arouses in you. But there should be emotions generated by love. You mustn't stop those emotions, for only shaitan stops emotions from God's love. It's in his interests. Therefore, it depends on the kind of emotions, right? Everything is relative in this world, what we live by is what we are, and what we are is what we will be. Everything is very simple. It is very important here that our consciousness serves us, instead of us serving consciousness. Then everything is in its proper place. Very often this is really so. Our consciousness dominates us. And then, yes, our life is full of emotions, full of problems and settling these problems. But what is the point of this life then? if demons live instead of us. One can only look at them from the sidelines, you know, as it is said, sitting on the sidelines, watching your life pass by. Well, that's the way it is, isn't it? It's better to walk on your own and live a fulfilled life, right? Right. There you go. What else is important? It's important not to listen to the dogs, right? To be in constant contact with the spiritual world. Right. Just look how simple everything is. 
Very often people complain that they cannot immerse themselves in practice, thoughts get in the way. Even after they immerse themselves in practice, thoughts hinder them. But I have a question here. How could you immerse yourself in spiritual practice if thoughts hinder you? You know, it's like diving with a live buoy. They say, I dove deep into the ocean with a live buoy. How is that? Isn't that so? Has consciousness drawn that? This is very simple. Well, others say how to get rid of them. These thoughts actually creep in all the time, they judge everything. You know, there is a simple technique, I would even say it's not a technique, but just a life experience, which many people have heard about. For example, we are sitting with a group and discussing something interesting and important, and there are people talking in the hallway. If we are busy talking, and discussing, we do not even hear that they are talking in the hallway. But if we try to carefully listen to what they are talking about, not only do we hear them, we even miss that essence, that conversation which we are having now, right? Because this dialogue will pass us by what people next to you were talking about, because you, my friend, will be listening to what those people were talking about. So, when we try to perform a practice, especially a spiritual practice, and we listen to dogs barking somewhere, they will hinder us. After all, we listen to the dogs barking, and we are not performing the practice, right? People say, how to make sure they don't hinder us? Well, it's very simple. You should not highlight them with your sunlight reflection. You know, we take that sunlight reflection, as we discussed in the video, and start illuminating those dogs that bark at us, and we say, why is the practice not working out for us? It's not working out because we don't see where to go, because we are directing our light precisely to those dogs that are barking. Just look how simple this is. But if our attention, this very sunlight reflection of ours, is directed towards the source from which it came to us, will we really hear those dogs in this case? It doesn't mean they will shut up and stop barking, no. We will simply not hear them. And here's the most important thing, in actual fact, and it's true. Our human enemy, that very shaitan or demon, whatever, does not focus on dogs, they always bark. And he does not focus on the fact that we constantly hear them and this hinders us, no. He focuses us precisely on the following fact, look, dogs are barking. Just listen. The fact itself. Absolutely right. No matter what it's about. It doesn't matter. Right. But they actually bark and distract you. And as long as we listen to this intermediary, we hear nothing and nothing works out for us. Right? It's a constant. The dogs are barking. Well, afterwards. As always. Of course. And afterwards, emotions are thrown in. People say, how is that? You're actually nobody and nothing, right? Others succeed while you don't. It means you're doomed. Your dogs are probably barking louder than anyone else's. Isn't it so? Everything is simple, friends. You know, you should have a mature attitude to everything, especially to your spiritual growth. No one will surmount your path instead of you, my friend. You should roll up your sleeves and go ahead without listening to any dogs or anything else. No one can prevent a human from loving, moreover, from loving God. And this is the basis of all basics. All our Prophets said that only through love for Lord, our God, can we come to Him. Isn't it true? It is. Everything is simple. 
No one says that shaitan is weak. Yes, he is strong. And he will be even stronger if we nourish him and endow him with that resource of ours, which we need for spiritual salvation. Everything is simple. You see, we started with one thing and it goes as always, right? But these are very important things and important concepts as well, because one way or another, without taking these initial steps, people of course not. always come back to these questions. The trouble is that, no matter how much we tell them, these questions will still arise. As soon as a person embarks on the spiritual path, he feels this inner warmth, this aspiration. Or when a person feels the freedom of personality at least a little bit, he no longer finds rest, he understands that there is God, he feels. And he understands that this world is not quite the way he is used to. He understands that it is more of an illusion. He already understands that there is shaitan. He wants heaven, and he strives there. And at this point he encounters a lot of problems. This is natural at the first steps. There is another simple advice, friends. Do not rush to fast-track complex things, you know. I'll put it this way. Yes, you can do your best, persevere in spiritual practice, and one day it will definitely work out. Or you can take a simple way, without any embarrassment, master autogenic training, master meditative practices, those are simple things. But you thus learn to control your consciousness and your body, you begin to understand who you are, that you are Personality, and not just consciousness, and certainly not a body, then spiritual practice will be much easier, of better quality, and you can master and learn it within a shorter time. Everything will be fine, and the dogs can be subdued, right? A wide road opens up. Well, not everyone wants to, I agree. I mean, you know, once again we are urged by the demon, Yet there is a question. Maximalists who love setting records. Of course, and here's a question. Why does shaitan always urge us? Let's say he elevates us to the skies and urges us to perform complex practices, spiritual practices, when we don't have any experience yet whatsoever. It only seems to us that we have a certain experience and understand what it should be like. For instance, if we come to a gym for the first time, he doesn't urge us to lift a barbell of 200 kilograms, does he? Why? Because, on the contrary, he takes care of the body and says, what are you doing? You'll get sick and have problems, right? We do understand this. He wants us to. And we understand that without preparation and training, we won't lift that barbell. Yet we try to master spiritual practice. He wants us to face such an experience as learned helplessness. When you Absolutely right. do it and it doesn't work, then you do it again and it doesn't work. And then you do what? You give up. Then you get upset, you give up. Or you say, well, most likely, that very demon will suggest to you, these practices are wrong, they are not for you. Or, this is sheer nonsense, is it really possible to master this? People are just pretending, right? The main thing to do is what? The main thing is to follow a simple path, as you were told. A hairdo, clothes, follow the rules and that's all, you are in heaven. Right? Who hasn't encountered that or heard thoughts like that in their head? Everything is stereotypical. Look how simple everything is, when you know it. Therefore, my friends, pay attention to what shaitan tells you in regard to your spiritual development. 
And believe me, he will be telling you the same things he is telling to everyone. He has a simple, templated program, yes, except for some moments, situations, but in fact, everything is the same. Because we are just a kind of a small program for him that gives him food. But in reality, he is a program, while we are not. We are precisely that part which can become part of the spiritual world itself. Or speaking our simple, modern language, we can become part of the One who writes these programs. So, friends, there is something to strive for and a reason to strive. And the main thing is not to give up and not to be lazy. Then everything will be fine. Right? Right. It's important to be guided by love and act from this position. Definitely. From the position of love in everything, in any of your decisions, right. in any of your actions, Anywhere to remember and this. everywhere. And it is very important, friends, to love one another. So, thank you. Thank you so much, Igor Mikhailovich. Thank you, friends. Peace be with you.